International Women's Day to my two f- of my favorite ladies. Thank Yay! you, my favorite uh, man. <laughs> Gosh, we're such girl bosses, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, hi, guys. Hi, baby. Hi, queens. I just want to give a little behind-the-scenes look to um, our listeners, but we constantly, like, in the preparation for the podcast, we're constantly being like, okay, save it for the pod, save <laughs> it for the pod, because <laughs> we start to have these conversations, but we should ABR always be recording. We should. But some of the things we talk about before the pod to get us going that we can never share, like what we were just talking about. Right. <laughs> That's true. True, true. However, ABR, so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's your weeks? How how's everyone's week? Oh, I'm not gonna lie, my last week was not great, and I don't want to say any of it was my fault, but it just was a. I feel like it was just a bad week all around, and I'm happy that it's a new week. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. I got everything that I was supposed to get done today, except I um haven't done laundry in two weeks. Cause I have can't find a place to get quarters at, and so I just took my um Bank. laundry to a wash and fold place. And um, it was sixty dollars. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yes. Wait, do you not? Have Why didn't you just dip it in the in sink? I had so much laundry and sheets and towels. Like it was a ton, and it's stupid. Like I'm not gonna defend myself, but I tried to go to the bank. There, there's like no PNC banks in New York City, so I tried, and they're all just the ATMs. They're not any tellers. So I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. And I was, I'm out of everything. So I was like, okay. And both, or one of my roommates takes it to this place. He's like, it's $15. And I have to pay like 10 to $15 just in quarters a week to do it. So I was like, okay, if it's 25, 30, that's fine. Hmm, 60. So I'm stupid. But <laughs> Wait, um, you have to pay yeah, 10 that's the to one $15 in quarters in your apartment? Yeah, because the washers and dryers are so small that I have to do a lot of loads of laundry. You should get that that's key. Stupid. There's that hack where you can like unlock it and not pay anything. Oh, put tie a quarter, t- tie a quarter to a string. No, I'm gonna try but that, that might work too. Well, like I'm like ours, ours at our old house, it was a pay one, but we just had it open and we would use the same quarter over and over again. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. should do that. <laughs> That's I should figure so. out a way to unlock it. Yeah, I think most people here just take it to, like, a wash and fold place because everyone's rich. You should go to, like, Pinball Pete's or Chuck E. Cheese and just – that's how you get all the coins. You just put a dollar, five dollars in, all the coins. Yeah, you got to go to an arcade, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's the New York life. My I texted my mom about it, and I'm going to see her in a few weeks. And she was like, I'll just bring you quarters because we're going out to Utah. And oh, yeah. I'm like, Mom, why? Like, <laughs> that's Kim, so funny, look. Also... I'll just send you this, my bag of <laughs> <Thank> coins. <laughs> I'll just send you I'm a I'm singularly responsible bill. for the coin shortage. I have this giant bag I found when I was unpacking a box. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, that is expensive. It is so expensive to live in New York. I, uh, I, I, I definitely like i'm not struggling because i have some self-restraint no just because i've had to practice self-restraint um and it's nice that oh it's not nice that things aren't open but it's nice for my wallet that things aren't open Mm -hmm. um but moving is expensive i think in a couple of months my budget will more normalize out but um Mm -hmm. there's certain things i thought that are definitely more expensive than i anticipated and there are certain things that are less expensive than i anticipated so um, have you been eating out a lot or have you been cooking? 
I've been cooking pretty normally, um, just eating out probably like Fridays and Saturday nights, Mm -hmm. which like this week, actually, I just got takeout. So you like, it just tends to be a little bit cheaper because you're not paying for drinks and you're not like, you know, doing all that. But I did, I do budget myself a lot for eating out, but it's (laughs) so, if you go out to a restaurant, you're going to be spending $30 basically minimum. So you have to like be prepared to pay a lot. Right. Hmm. It's that's when that's what I noticed when I I mean I've lived in DC but when I went and visited Jacob it was like oh do we cook here which we ended up doing a lot just because I like to cook and then but every time we'd go out it would be so expensive like every time it would be upwards of 100 because we'd end up getting drinks oh too mm-hmm. I know and then we went to that really nice rooftop place and I don't even want to know how much <laughs> it was <laughs> I was like let me guess let me guess and I was like um 150 and he like laughed in my face and I was like oh my I don't want to know never mind <laughs> happy Valentine's Day to me I have an unpopular opinion that it's not a hundred percent true all of the time and I like the idea of it I just think that it's not worth the money is I don't think brunch is worth the money I love brunch I, I think I brunch like can be food very good okay thank you for being a sister um but brunch is i eat lunch too like you're right yeah i i just think that people spend so much like be willing to I've spend never so spent much money a lot on, on brunch, brunch. well it's it's and like if you want to do bottomless which i have to say on a sunday morning i typically don't want to have a bottomless brunch but if i was going to do it it's like 30 dollars for the bottomless brunch for 90 minutes to two hours or whatever and then also you're probably spending 25 dollars on an entree and with tip that's like 70 dollars i'm like wow like i just bought eggs and alcohol for 70 dollars i'm not living in i'm not living in that brunch world when we went to new york last summer together to visit cam when we went to the Horny Ram, that place was so good that, that was I did really get the good. bottomless drinks and it ended up being like probably fifty dollars wow. just for like two tacos and drinks. I do remember that place was actually good. That was but I feel so like a good. lot of brunch places get by with having mediocre food and they just have bottomless, so everyone mm-hmm. wants to go for the bottomless. And I'm like, I'm here for the food, y'all. I saw um a TikTok a while ago that these girls are like literally making a spreadsheet of each place. I got sent and like, that this week. Really? I almost sent that yeah. to you when I saw it a while ago. And, and What is it of? <laughs> it's like a spreadsheet these girls make of all of the brunch deals and average, and then they like review it and then like how much it costs and what you get and then which um, borough it's in. Hmm. Yeah. I got, It's like a many, there are many, many restaurants on there. I'm going to have to try some out though because I do, like a good brunch is unmatched, but I just feel like more often than not, it's just mediocre. Well, I come visit and we have to go back to the Horny Ram, but yeah. not that oh, one yeah, place baby. where they made us wait for so long and then the wait, the waiter was so rude to us. Where was that? Um, When we went with Yvonne. Oh had, yeah, like, that slushies. place, no. That was not good. The other they horny were so ram was mean much there. better. Yeah, they were mean. Maggie, that's like where them. Maggie and I took all those um, selfies on that bench oh, outside yeah, the restaurant. Do you remember shirt. that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So we're talking a lot about me, but how were your weeks? We were talking about us and our trip. We yeah, were reminiscing. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Maggie, how was your week? My week was um good. Just, you know, same old stuff. I helped my roommates move out. And that was quite exhausting. Moving is one yeah. of the most horrible things in the so world. 
I really it's hate moving. Very, I just want to sleep for like three days after I move. But yeah, I I love moving in, but I hate moving out. Like I think moving it's fun to organize and like unpack. Yeah, that's and like true. sometimes I forget the stuff I have, and it yeah. feels like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but what else did you do? Anything else? Did you get a little package? Oh, I did. I got a little um flower package that I love. Luckily, it didn't get crunched. I was really worried Not about too it. too bad. Me too. But um, it was it came a day earlier than I expected, and I went to check the mailbox just in case, and it was there. And I was so Yay. excited. And check out my well, – actually, it's not on my Instagram anymore. But you can check out my stories maybe, and maybe it will be on my stories. <laughs> yeah, Order check flowers out, from Kate. Yeah, check out we'll my post Instagram. It. We'll at- post it on our – culture countdown yes, story will, and you guys can um order oh my them. gosh you guys are so <laughs> sweet letting me use our account as a plug oh yeah all 65 followers well uh hopefully i'll be using mine I'll as a plug it. kate how was your week oh it was just darling right maggie <laughs> yes i've stolen that adjective from maggie it was um, darling. my week was good having that thing where i can't remember anything that happened yeah that happens um, me often. i feel like my entire week was just an anticipation of wandavision finale oh yeah um oh baby oh baby it was good had a good therapy sesh on thursday with my girl kaylee <laughs> i want to be friends with my therapist which is like i can't admit that to her but like it's such a thing where i just want to make her laugh <laughs> Maybe that's why you're going to therapy. I know. <laughs> and then and then um she asked me to like say my positive attributes and I was like, Well, I think I'm funny. And then I looked at her and I was like, What do you think, Kaylee? Um, please agree. <laughs> I was like, Do I make you laugh? Do you look forward to our sessions more than your other clients? <laughs> And she was like, I've probably seen 50 clients with, like, the same issue, da 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 We were talking about this one thing. And she was like, oh, I've, I've probably have 50 clients who have gone through the same thing. And I was like, Kaylee, I'm your only client. We've talked about this. And she laughed. And I was like, oh, I've made my therapist laugh again. <laughs> but anyways, that was a long tangent. Um, I had a good week. I have been kind of like reorganizing the apartment and I'm subbing again this week and so I kind of spent your the teacher's week. Oh, out you're subbing? again yeah he's has to pull the individual students all week to test and it takes a long time so he's in the school oh. but I'm teaching the classes gotcha. and so it's been good but I I'm ready to go to sleep dang yeah well you mentioned WandaVision so I think it's time Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And I don't think last episode, Cam, you had not really um, watched, you watched maybe part of the first one. Yeah, so I'd watched the first episode when we talked last time, and you guys were very gracious, no spoilers. Um, except this will be a spoiler episode. So yeah. if you don't, if you haven't watched it, I will enter a little thing in now to say where to skip to. Um, so yeah, I had watched one episode and I rapidly caught up in like two days. It's pretty Mm -hmm. quick. Um, Mm -hmm. and I watched the finale on the day it came out. Ugh. I did the same thing, like, whenever, I guess maybe it was last week, 
or maybe the week before. I don't remember. I talked about the podcast, but I watched like six episodes. How many were there? Nine? Nine, yeah. I watched six episodes, six or seven episodes all in one day yeah. like, while I was cleaning. I feel and I like was that's like, how so many people did it. Everyone was obsessed with like the big spoiler of like Agatha all along. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, I thought because everyone was talking about it so much that that was the finale. And I was like, this is a weird place to end right. the season. And I was like, I guess it's yeah. over. And then I realized that there are more episodes coming out. And I was like, dang it, I should have waited longer so I could watch them all at once. But the anticipation of the finale, it was truly exhilarating. Right. However, so, I'm, I hate the spoiler, like, no, not the spoilers, but, like, the predictions that people try to make, similar to the way they try and predict Taylor Swift's music. Well, the issues with yeah. the predictions is that they were building it up too much. Like, for me, I really liked the finale, but, like, I was expecting some big reveal, and there really wasn't. Me too. I guess me there too. were some connections to Captain Marvel, which I've never seen, and I don't really, like, care to see, but, um. Blan Blanson. Yeah, but, um. Sorry, Brie. We don't like Brie that much on this podcast. We call her Bland Blanson because she's bland. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree with you, Maggie. Um, and a lot of the like connections, which to watch the show, you don't need to know anything previous in the MCU because I know nothing and I completely understood everything that happens. But there are like small references that they throw in from time to time that like if you were a, an MCU fan and had seen everything, it'd be like exciting for you. But I did I they just went over my head because I was like okay I'm just gonna move past this Mm -hmm. that's why I like seeing people kind of explain stuff after the fact but I hate when people try and predict what's gonna happen like oh Doctor Strange is gonna come on the Mm -hmm. finale and all this is gonna happen I'm like why can't you just wait and enjoy it like you're setting yourself up for disappointment by doing this because you don't know what's gonna happen yeah yeah but I thought the finale I, was so good. Like, she was such a classic villain. I just loved it. Agatha. Agatha. And mm. then also, like, I felt they they wrote a really great female character finally. Yeah. After, like, Marvel they put Black Widow through. with that. Yeah. They finally gave, like, a good, like, more than two-dimensional or more than, I don't know, whatever, dimensional character. Multifaceted. They gave us a multifaceted character. Like, it it was pretty gray, too, because you were, like, rooting for her, but also she was keeping an entire town hostage for her mm-hmm. because of her own grief. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, so I love Elizabeth Olsen. Like, I'm obsessed with her now. Oh, and me I, too. I didn't, me previously too. wasn't, like, very aware of her work in the past. I'm sure I've seen something. Okay, I have one. This is probably my only problem with her in the entire show. It's like, what is her accent when she's trying to be Russian? I think her Russian (laughs) accent is fine. It just, like, doesn't come through as an accent. Like, it comes through as, like, half of an accent. And I'm like, is she trying to do something? Like, I just didn't know. That's what it's I couldn't even tell she was speaking in an accent half the time. You'll see they, like, poke jokes at the accent because that's kind of, it's supposed to come and go because, like, she's like obviously not supposed to have it in the tv ver in the tv world yeah um, but also in the first movie that she was in playing that character she had a thick accent the second movie she had no accent and uh, they so they so she was, was no getting she was getting different direction like i don't know so From now in this, one, in this one she has like a half accent which i think is honestly better than i 
I don't know. I don't think, um, I don't like hearing Americans do Russian accents. I think it always sounds kind of cheesy. The only person I I want want to hear do an accent is Matthew Reese. Oh, yeah. From the Americans. Yeah. He has the best accents. Oh, yeah. Um, he's Welsh um, too. And right. He he's amazing. Does every single act in the Americans and everything. But I I kind of just don't like when actors do American. I mean, do any accent that's right. in their own because it's, it's so distracting to me. Unless it's like flawless. Except like Tom Holland, I had no idea that he was British right. until I saw an interview. Christian and Bale, Matthew Reese, and Christian Bale all have. I really thought Jillian Anderson was Jillian American Anderson, or yeah. was British. Yeah, well, she yes. did grow up in no. England and in in um. Actually, Grand Rapids. What? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Maybe she went um, to your high school. <laughs> <laughs> I have another unpopular opinion in that I liked the first probably seven episodes more than I liked the last two. Oh, I did. I, I think I agree with you. I think my favorite part was the old, like, just going through all the decades. I thought that was just Me so too. fun. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. Really? Oh. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> and I liked how I did like appreciate that they were going through the decades, but I it seemed kind of slow to me and I kind of like now I'm grateful that they took so long to like pick up the pace and like introduce the other plot of like what is really going on here, but and only getting like a few clues each episode of like the dr- the drone that turned into color that turned to color when everything was black and white, like that kind of stuff I thought was interesting. And I did enjoy it, but I I liked when the action picked up with Agatha and she started she started to piece things together and when they brought in like the outside view of what's going on, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I agree. Cam stripping or something. <laughs> I literally so I was hot. looking up to, to talk change. and think and I looked down and he's shirtless. He started to go and I was like, what's going on? But anyways, okay, Cam's high. Right. He had to take off his underwear. He had to take off his Okay. What I was going <laughs> to... Porn. What I was going to... What was I going to say? Oh, something I've been seeing a lot, a common um, thing people are saying, is that nobody really cared about Vision at all like before this, and now he's like become one of the most beloved characters, I feel like. Is anyone listening? <laughs> I was Sorry, changing, no, I was so I couldn't really email. speak. Um, I have oh to say, gosh. I had no idea who Wanda or Vision were before um, this series. However, I very much do like him, and I root for Paul Bettany. And I really like his character art. Me too. Yeah. He, was, um, he Jarvis he's so, first. He's, and I just think he's um, sexy. <laughs> And like he learned to cook for her. I know her. he's when he he's the best hubby eat. in the MCU. Best hubby in the MCU. <laughs> yes. Um, our last episode title was about Hawkeye, though, so we're quite the, the Marvel podcast. I didn't podcast. really like uh, the reason I didn't really like those last couple of episodes is. I just don't care for the action sequences. Like, mm. they honestly, they kind of bore me. I don't like action yeah, sequences in general. So um, I was not really here for all of that. And I don't really like the whole, like, magical aspect of it. Like, 
especially when it's being used to fight. Like, I just like it when they're kind of, like, I liked it when it was, like, a mystery more. And then, like, the fighting in the last two episodes, I was not there for it. But, um, overall, I thought it was really good. And, like, I think it showed me, who was someone that was generally very anti-superhero, anti-MCU, that they can do something Your regular that can Martin cater to Scorsese. other audiences. Right. Yeah, call me Marty. Because <laughs> um, Marty famously hates the hates Marvel it. Cinematic Universe. He's just universe. an old the old man. Yeah, he's gonna um, complain about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He makes the same movie every few years. That's four hours long with I the mean, same actors. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy some of his movies. <laughs> this is but... a Martin Scorsese hate podcast. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, <laughs> I wanted to bring something up. A little piece of culture that I saw that I thought was so funny. Um, after the Golden Globes. Um, yeah. So Julian Anderson, like. She has this th- thing where she will sometimes speak and like if she's doing a British character and if she she lives partly in England, partly in the U.S. and she'll slip into both accents. So guess who tweeted about that? None other than Alec Baldwin, who's white. He's like, "What's up with this? Her accent? He like literally? You're kidding? Why would he make the self awareness zero? I don't know if he was like trying to joke about the fact that." Oh, his I wife saw does this. that too or I, I don't know i don't know if he was like saying but anyways he was getting so much hate for that and then he's like <laughs> i'm quitting he's so he's such a whiny little bitch he yeah is, that's why he's so good at playing trump yeah for real i oh my god i can't stand him i think i cannot stand him he's i mean horrid. He's, i can't believe he still has a career well yeah the voicemail he left for his daughter i think we've spoken about that on this podcast before. he calls her a yeah. pig Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, not to mention they <laughs> they had a child six months ago, and she posts a picture, <laughs> and there's a new baby there. They're like, oh, there's a new baby. There's no way she. Well, come to find out, she surrogate. had a surrogate. Um, yes, they've had like what five kids and six. I think six kids in five years. <laughs> yeah, insane. it's like so. That tweet was either the most self-aware or the least self-aware thing i don't know but he was getting hate for it and then he like deleted his twitter because he's so whiny his tweet or his twitter his twitter or something he deactivated his twitter get rid of the real trump and the fake trump well i think that someone needs to delete their someone else in the world needs to be deleted and it's the royal family yeah good segue Wow. Thank you. Wait, um, can I think about Lily Collins and then and then I'll reintroduce a segue. Yeah. And and I maybe I'll redo the segue and I'll go. And do you know who else <laughs> needs to be deleted? Emily in Paris. <laughs> well, uh, no. I just have one sentence to say. I had a realization today that I don't think Lily Collins would be famous if she didn't have the eyebrows she did. Or the famous dad. Or her dad. Well, yeah. I didn't know her dad was Lily <laughs> Collins until recently. But I truly think that her eyebrows set her apart. Yes, I remember when, I the, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, she's the girl with the eyebrows. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? She inspired me because I've always had bigger eyebrows and people made fun of me for it. But then everyone was like, Lily Collins. So she inspired me to the point where I used to overfill my eyebrows. And now my senior high school photos, I basically have a unibrow. And I blame <laughs> Lily Collins. And I hate her for Emily in Paris and for my eyebrows. And we will be watching season two. But I I just had to say, I I really don't think she would be famous if her eyebrows didn't set her apart and wasn't such a topic of conversation when she first got on the scene. Yeah. 
You can cut that out. I just thought about it today. No, we can keep it in. We'll keep it real and raw. Um, I think this might be the culture, the biggest culture of the year so far. Yeah. Is this interview. The most important culture to me. The Meghan Markle Oprah interview. I would agree. Just to like my heart. To this country's heart. So basically, if I don't know how you couldn't have heard he, like hear anything about this, but Meghan Markle, ex royal family member who's married to ex Prince Harry, I guess, um, <laughs> sat down with Oprah. They both sat down with Oprah and gave a two hour interview on CBS, and it was fantastic. And they basically said everything just without names. They said everything that could have been said, but just didn't name names. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, yep. Okay. And you know what? I think the big name they were leaving out was his dad. I really think. Like when he said, I don't want to say who said that. Like, I don't think it was the queen because he was talking about like how close he was. Like he, Harry the whole time was like, the queen has actually been the one who has been like very, like not not necessarily wanting them to leave, but understanding she, like they've talked yeah. a lot and stuff. But he really seems to have issues with his dad, which understandably he sucks. He's on. Un- He's yes. definitely my least favorite of that crew. However, on the, so Oprah did some press this morning with on Gail's show on CBS this morning, mm-hmm. and she t- said that Harry told her that he wanted to make it clear that the the comment that the royal family made about the baby's skin was not his dad. Okay. So he's like, I'm not going to tell you who it was, but it wasn't my dad. And Oprah was like, I don't know who it is. He just told it was me Camilla then. Or I, oh, I mean, there's plenty of people in the royal family that could. Camilla yeah. sucks. But well, oh, for those who didn't watch it, they basically, Meghan and Harry had said that there were co- concerns in the royal family race about the skin color of Archie, their son, because Meghan is black and Harry is white. So that the babies presumably would be mixed. And he would be the first, like, mixed child to ever be born into the royal family. Because mm-hmm. Meghan was the first to be part of it, but she married into it. So Archie's the first to be born into mm-hmm. it. Um, I was seeing a theory, not a, th- well, I don't know, a few sources have said that the reason, one of the reasons she got so much, that Megan got so much hate and just like terrible things and racist things said about her by the press and the, the reason why the palace didn't do what they could, like they were saying, to call off the dogs mm-hmm. Um, is because they were using her kind of as a shield for Prince Andrew. Right, totally. Who has... Which one is that? Who had a close relationship with with Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein and who has been seen with young young women. And I think has actual Epstein's women and has a bunch of stuff about him and they refuse to investigate and they were using this whole Megan thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're using this whole Megan thing to shield from that coming out because that was gonna be a big news story. Right. And I completely believe that. Prince Andrew is um Charles's brother? Yes. Okay. Um, so so okay. they had a very close relationship. I believe he went to whatever that island is called, Pedophile Island. And <laughs> I have no idea. It's the island that Epstein. Jeffrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I know. What you're yeah, about, I forget yeah. what it's called. Um, but anyway, I think that they are very shady. But I'm also confused as to why 
I think maybe I just have a hard time understanding, like, what exactly the royal family and the palace and the firm, like, the influence they have in the country, mm-hmm. because there's not really an equivalent here. Like, it's somewhere in between, yeah. like, the president and a celebrity, but it's yeah. more so because it's, like, royalty, you know? And that's what but, Megan said. Yeah. She was saying, like, I thought they were just going to be, like, celebrities, and right. it's not. It's nothing it's like that. It's just so different. But... I guess I'm confused as to why they were so negative towards the palace and the firm and, like, calling them out for everything. But then we're like, but we love the queen so much and we're so close to the queen and she's been the best and da 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 And I just guess I don't understand how you can fully separate the two of them because the queen is the head monarch and she... But I, I, do I don't get, wonder, like, why can't she do something about it? I do she wonder how much, like... She's like so Influence old. She She's so yeah. old now that like maybe there are people like kind of acting in her place. I I think maybe it's. What's I going think on. that's probably the case. And I also think how old that is she? Nineties. She's in her nineties. But she seems yeah. completely cognizant in regards to the way they speak about her. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I her was confused about that too because I thought it was going to be like they were going to be hating on, like kind of their whole family and stuff. But it was kind of like, I don't know. Well, like the whole thing about him, his dad and his brother also being trapped or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder who else is involved. Like when they say, when they're saying we're not coming at the family, we're coming at the institution. I just wonder like what that really means. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just confused by the difference, I guess. Yeah, me too. It seems like, one, I mean, like they were saying with the media, it feels like the family can't exist without the institution and vice versa. So right. I don't get how they're able to separate them so cleanly and be like, we love the family, even though like this institution made up of my family and bloodline is the reason all this is happening. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't think so- that they were saying, like, I think the only person that they were really standing up for in the family was the queen i don't mm-hmm. feel right. like they were really they and there was many people they didn't speak disparagingly of like there's right. so many people in the royal family and i don't think they have issues with every single one of them but they were only the only person i feel like they called out to be like we don't have any malice against her is the queen i think like right. everyone else was fair game right and she did forgive kate and was like i don't want anything to happen to kate because she has like i have forgiven her and she did apologize but mm-hmm. then again she didn't say much more positive things and she was saying that like the time they went to the u.s or the whatever open to see serena play was um like not as appearances seemed i think so but i think she is just i think megan is just the most stunning person in the world she is so articulate and wise and brave i think like the stuff Mm -hmm. she was saying about mental health was so real and sometimes i think what she says is overly rehearsed like i was listening to their podcast the archwell like their first episode and obviously it's going to seem overly overly rehearsed in podcasts of that nature but i think that she is so articulate and just i love her and especially when you're comparing her to other royals and like just how any of them speak like she's She's less rehearsed, you know, mm-hmm. in in that right. setting. Um, yeah, yeah, I love her. Been a fan of her since Suits. I I thought this oh, episode. Yeah. I thought this episode should be top ten uh, Suits episode. Uh, <laughs> suits countdown. <laughs> Have you watched uh, it, Kate? I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I never fan. finished it. I kind of fell off once Meghan Markle. Yeah, started once going to she left, school. it really went downhill. Because oh, did she leave? She only... left the show when. 
when she was going to get married to Harry. Um, yes, yes, yes. I didn't realize that show was still on. Her aunt, it's not on anymore, but her and um, Patrick Adams, the main guy, left. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am He's I- married to that girl it's like, from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Um, watching the whole interview really made me wonder, like, the the royal family could have gone a complete different direction and, like, embraced Megan because mm-hmm. I just feel like Megan outside of maybe outside of the UK I don't I don't know anyone from the UK but the UK press doesn't seem to like her but universally she's really well liked like she's just this figure that people well, can so- get behind and I don't understand why they couldn't have just like ushered in a new era of acceptance she's a very easy person it's to accept ju- it's just like Harry mm-hmm. was saying like this is just like his mom really and mm-hmm. And if you look at it, like, most of the women marrying into the royal family are treated like this. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, the one and Diana was a pretty Fergie. white woman. Have you heard of Fergie? That was yeah. the first time I heard of her, and I was like, she's I know of, we're not talking about that, Fergie. <laughs> she's one of the brother's wives, and I think that she ended up, like, getting divorced because she didn't... It, like, she was also mistreated. Like, they talk about her weight and blah, 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 that she's ugly. Like... It's just like they're so scrutinized because mm-hmm. I don't know. They're not. I think people have a hard time. Yeah. I think people have a hard time understanding how different the press and the tabloids are in the UK versus Definitely. or in England, I mean, versus here. And like a lot of people I know, and I, I don't want to like stereotype people, but a lot of Republicans I know do not like Megan and Harry and think that they're just like egotistical attention money grabbers like basically all the things that they said they're not last night when they were asked about it directly mm-hmm. I think that like it's become so politicized and people are like she knew what she was getting into and now he's just like a beta male and she drags him around a ball and chain and like she's just doing this to get a Spotify deal and like I don't get why it has to be that way and I just think people don't understand how truly bad it was uniquely for her. And it was yeah. so racially driven. And I think that that's what last night's special did so well. And so I hope people like come away from it seeing how truly racially fueled it was and mm-hmm. how terrible it was for her. And like, I kind of felt like, oh, whatever, like they left and now they have a bunch of deals and like they don't have to do all of the royal stuff. But I feel like they clarified so much of what it was like and the timeline of things that I had a lot more of an understanding of how things really were because they were silenced and ignored and had things taken away from them. And it was just terrible. And those, yeah. um, those headlines, like compare, like when they compare the, the Kate one. headlines mm-hmm. and then the Megan headlines so ridiculous. I've seen a lot of like of those comparisons and there's like countless just yeah blatantly being more just judgmental and just mm-hmm. horrible to her than to Kate Middleton. If you didn't watch there's this one that went around on Twitter but that they showed last night if you guys the listeners didn't watch and it was when Kate was pregnant and she they wrote a bunch of headlines about how she cradled her darling baby bump and she's such a great mother already because she's cradling her baby bump when she was pregnant and then Megan did it and they were like she's doing this out of pride and she's showing off and this is all about her ego and vanity and everyone's like why does she never stop holding her 
her stomach and all this stuff and it's just so, so stupid, stupid. <laughs> I think, like, the the money argument doesn't make sense to me because the royal family has so much money and they would have everything that they would have ever wanted if they stayed in the... I mean, money-wise, I feel like, like, Harry could have had anything that he ever wanted and they left and they completely cut him off. And, mm-hmm. like, he said in the interview, the only reason that he had money, I'm sure Meghan had money from her previous career, was the money that Princess Di had left him. And so it's mm-hmm. not like they... Like, yes, they could make money and they're going to be making making a ton of money and they made no money for last night they clarified that but i just think that that's a stupid argument for people to be making because they left so much behind monetarily Mm -hmm. right yeah i do understand though i've always like it's hard to sympathize because like he's literally a prince and like they're Mm -hmm. all literally royalty (laughs) Uh, it's hard Mm -hmm. to sympathize but that lifestyle of all of the engagements they have to go to they always have to be on and they always have to be hosting like obviously people have it way worse but that would be so like that would i would never want to marry into that type of responsibility and you just have to give up everything and she was like i literally gave up everything and i made it clear that i'm devoted to you guys Mm -hmm. use me and they did not protect her yeah I mean, uh, I read Red, White, and Royal Blue. I know about the scrutiny. Cam's going to star in Red, White, and Royal Blue. If you don't know, that's a um, a gay teen novel about a pr- royal prince who falls in love with the president's <laughs> oh, what a world. son. Yes. Um, so I feel like I knew everything they were talking about. <laughs> um, I was going to say I have a funny story quickly. That doesn't relate Is to it any about of this. the royals. Oh no, go ahead. No, it doesn't relate, but I feel like I think we're we've moving on. About it, the royals, yeah. Um, I okay. So my my parents live on a deer farm. They manage a deer farm up north in northern Michigan, and there's two goats that kind of just wander the property where my parents live, and they have like their own little house next to my parents' house, and their <laughs> names are Star and Faye, and they just got <laughs> Faye, who's a, like a baby goat, to hang out because goats need companions and they uh they killed the pig the owners of the property killed the pig because he kept digging stuff up and now he's breakfast um so they got another goat and the goat there's like a soccer net for the other house that's on the property because there's kids who live there um the baby goat accidentally got caught and like hung himself in <gasps> in the nets. And my dad was like, "If I showed up a few minutes later, oh, like, you she, literally would have died. she literally would have died because she oh like got her no, she like got herself tangled and then made it worse trying to get out that she was cutting off oh her airway. God. And my dad got there and started like untangling him, but then her and then the other goat who's super protective of the baby goat started like butting my dad and jumping up on him and bit my dad my dad got bit by a goat today trying to save the the other goats no i don't think it broke skin because luckily he's wearing a sweatshirt but my dad texted me goes i got attacked by and bit by the goats today because the other one was about to die and i was trying to save it but he's saving thank you joel for helping the goats he's an ally he's the goat goat ally He's the goat. But um, the baby deer, this is like so stupid. You can cut this out. Um, but the baby deer are going to be born oh. in a oh few months. And I get to go oh up there and my cradle God. them and bottle feed them. I'm going to come. You guys can come with and do it. Maggie I would wanna... freak out. Maggie, you actually can. Come. I'm going to come. Brittany's going to come. Think of think of the pictures. Okay. 
She's you gonna can come. come. <laughs> I know. Think of the Instagram Aww. we could get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. do you want to give us your house update? Your housemate update before oh, we move on to the Oh, yeah. Grammys? This is also very silly. So I don't know if the listeners or you guys remember. A few episodes ago, I was saying that my downstairs neighbors were moving out. But I got I a text I hope from only listens. the guy. Because I have both their numbers and I only... No, they moved out. But oh, I spoiled the story. So, <laughs> anyways, Chad, he texted me and was like, I'm moving to Detroit, just so you know. And I was like, why didn't you say we? Mm-hmm. Like, he lives with mm-hmm. his fiance. Why didn't he say we are moving to Detroit? So I mm-hmm. speculated that they broke up and that he was moving by himself. And then my mom came <laughs> to visit, and my mom is such a nosy nally. And she and I was like, oh, I told her before we walked in the house, I was like, I think they're breaking up. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, explain the whole thing to her. And then as we were walking in, mm-hmm. he was walking out, like moving a few things. And my mom was like, Chad. She goes, I heard you're moving. Like, what's the plan? Are you guys both moving? It was like just straight up asked. And they both are moving. They both have moved to Detroit. And she is managing a fancy restaurant there. And he is like the sommelier at the restaurant. Oh, good for them. So he's like the wine expert at the restaurant. And (laughs) so so Jacob and I are going to go and maybe get a free bottle of wine. But of course, my mom is like, are you both moving? What's going on? It was so straightforward about it. I was like, oh. She wanted to go and she found out. (laughs) So is no one living under you now? No. But wow. I did hear a scary a noise last night, and I walked around my gun because I was scared, and I did an inspection of the house. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, I have no transition, but um, the Grammys are coming up Speaking on Speaking of Sunday. guns, Machine Gun Kelly is nominated. I don't nominated. know if he's performing. He is? No. no, I don't know. I was just trying to transition. Um, so the Grammys are coming up on Sunday, which... How do you guys normally feel about the Grammys? Like, what what is your ex- experience, like your them. feelings about um, them? I have less passionate feelings about um, them beca- than the Oscars and stuff because I usually, most, um, most groups or singers that I like don't get nominated and don't win if they are nominated. I just think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, Are the Grammys your favorite music award? Music sh- oh, show award? I feel like music they've got to be because I think they there get the go. best. Yeah, I feel like I, they get the best crowd of performers to come. What about the, I like the AMAs. I like, the VMAs are probably my I, second. Oh, and the VMAs. I don't really like the VMAs are nothing. It's just an award. It's just like a show to watch people. Like I don't. I think the reason that we like the movie, like the Oscars or the Emmys and the Golden Globes, is because there's more to like discuss. And I feel like the winners of that is some of those awards usually are a little bit more like thought out and Mm -hmm. cared about. Right. Meanwhile, the Grammys just seems to be like I like whoever could win and. Like, uh, whoever knows, like, no one knows who's going to win, and it's probably going to be someone that doesn't deserve, like, I don't want to say that doesn't deserve it, but maybe doesn't deserve to win that year. Yeah, yeah see Beck and Beyonce. Um, see, um, not, whatever, we don't need <laughs> Bruno Mars over Lord, but I'm um, just, no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> um, I personally don't care for um, uh, music award shows 
for those reasons. I don't think that any of the people they have perform, well, most of the people they have performed typically are not very good live performers. And, or I just don't think that they excel in that. Yeah. It always kind of sounds off to me because it's live and pitchy and everything. Um, I think it's like very chaotic it seems like everyone's just like at a big party and then they're like oh wait wait, someone's talking and so like you said they don't pay as much attention and i prefer the movie awards movie and tv show awards because mostly movies because there's like thought put into the hosting and there's like actual funny skits and like Mm -hmm. the the presenters have like funny banter and that kind of stuff and there is more discussion to be had and i just think it's more interesting. I don't really care for the popular music awards because I don't really listen to that type of music typically except for Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. And it just doesn't seem yeah. like it holds much credence. Yeah. I mean, usually every time that there's like a big awards sh- music award show, I am really excited about like one or two performances. And then like those mm-hmm. will be what I watch for. And they're typically good. Like any single time that Beyonce is going to show up at one of these and perform, like it's going to be good. But right. um, it, it, it's very there's so much miss. extra there that doesn't need to be there. And they're yeah. always like four hours. They're yeah. so yeah. long. They need to cut it down. I truly yeah. have never listened to any of the performers music except for like maybe four of them well well i'll talk about the i'll just list some of the performers i'm not gonna list everyone because again there's so many but like kind of the headliners um well there's some people we don't care about well like bts is performing which i guess people are obsessed with k-pop um cut that out Brittany carlisle we which we don't care we love k-pop i have never really k-pop. listened to k-pop um, so i don't know anything about k-pop. doja Brandy Carlisle, Billie Eilish, um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion are both on here. And if they give oh us a walk performance, God. that will be really important. They're going to go. How are they going to be allowed to what? do that? That's some they what? won't. That's but, some um, what? That's some what? I think Meg will probably do Savage and Cardi B will do it. I don't know. Um, Dua, John Mayer. I said Meg. Okay, um, I can get behind that. John Mayer's performing? Swift. Yes, I think probably a tribute any... type thing. I think oh. probably a tribute type thing. So um, who? Maybe to... So, um... Oh, gosh. I wish Casey Musgraves and, like, John Mayer and all these people would do a tribute to uh, John Prine because he died of COVID. Or Dolly. Oh, yes. Even oh, he's not Dolly. Dead. I, I think they'll do a – well, they usually do a tribute to dead people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she's I think just kind been of the, the hero of the They might do – They that actually – you might be on the money. I think he might do a John Prine tribute. Um, the kind of headliners, I think, are, like, obviously Taylor Swift, Dua – hairstyles is a big thing and then Meg probably are like yeah bts for the 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 k-pop stands and like that'll bring in some viewers um so i am excited about taylor can we take a minute to talk about what do we think taylor's going to perform because i have a theory i think i know what she's going to do i just my one prediction is she's going to do something from fearless i think so too I think she's going to start and with Love Story with something. and then she's going to transition into another Fearless song, Taylor's version. I think version. that she is going to do mm-hmm. something. I, I I, also think that she's going to do something from Evermore and launch it as the second single because she, like, I, it's a good platform to do that. I don't know what she would do. Maybe Hyman and Taylor Swift to do Nobody, No Crime, which will be ridiculous because they literally don't sing in that song. They kind of just True. go, he did it. <laughs> And <laughs> released a song, a new Gasoline. version of Gasoline with Taylor in the background, and you can barely hear her in that one, too. So they really got her back on that one. 
I definitely think Taylor will give like a nine to ten minute performance of three to four songs. Are you serious? Yeah, I think yeah. I bet she'll do that. And the Grammys. I love don't think her. she would really perform if it wasn't a good hefty That's performance. True. Yeah, you'll see. What do we think Carrie's gonna perform? Years, her last couple of years of doing um. Who? No, go ahead, Cam. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh. Her last couple of years of doing award show performances, it's been medleys. Like she will not do it unless she can perform three songs. What was she? Perf- what did she perform, Betty at? Of something country CMAs maybe. Oh really? That was yeah. a good. I liked that. I don't think she'll do anything Which one's from folklore. Betty? It's the no, I don't kind think of, so either. It's the longer one from folklore that's kind of folky and it's about like the love triangle. But if I just showed up at your party, mm. mm-hmm. that performance was so good. Mm-hmm. And she um, used her original version and said "Straight to Hell." Instead oh, of F yeah. yourself. Yeah, so I think my one prediction, I do think she'll sing something from Fearless, probably Love Story. And she yeah, won I Album of the Year for Fearless. Like, the, the Grammys love I her. think. What if she gets another Album she'll... of the Year for her new Fearless? That would be iconic. Well, I don't even know if she can. Oh, yeah, I guess she will. Yeah, be she able, can. Yeah. It'll be all she won't be nominated, but what? she can, technically. She will be Maggie, nominated. I hope she sings a song where she um is homophobic. <laughs> Picture to burn is Picture not. Picture to on burn. Think that you're it's gay. on Taylor Swift. It's not on the album. What if she know, released re-released her Taylor Swift album, her self-titled album, and she said Taylor's version and said, "Tell mine that you're gay," and switch it back pray, to original. I hope and I pray that she does that. She's um, an ally. Oh, Kate, so you asked earlier, what do you think Harry's going to perform? I think yeah. probably Golden. Because mm, that's kind of been the radio Cherry. single recently. Ugh. I think he'll might, he might do... Um, probably multiple, though. What about... Uh, falling. Oh, Falling. Has he did that at the Brit Awards. Yet? At the Brit Awards, mm. yeah. I hope he does Cherry. Cuckoo! <laughs> I think he's either going to do Golden or Treat People with Kindness, because those are the kind of radio singles right now. But oh, I bet he, yeah, he might do True People's Kindness because he just released, he released that music video on January 1st. Yeah. Um, so we are going to predict individually. We're going to predict our um, predictions. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to say our predictions for four of the categories. So record the of the year. categories, yeah. Yeah, album, record of the year, album of the year song of the year and best new artist and, and for my I actually, understanding are you going to explain the difference between record and album okay thank yeah you. from my understanding record of the year is more about the production of the song so the engineering the people that are mixing the song mastering i don't know anything about that other than like we've done a little bit of like recording of songs in my acapella group, Maggie and I's acapella group. So um, I know like very minimal. And then song of the year is more about the song writing. So different people can win different awards. But basically mm. nowadays, if you are going to be nominated for record or song of the year, they'll put you on as either like a producer or a songwriter just so the artist can win. If Because it'd be weird for like, for example, for Cardigan by Taylor Swift to win, but Taylor Swift doesn't actually win the award. Mm-hmm. I so actually... that's the difference. I will, I am going to, are we going to bet on this one too or no? Mm, we don't have eh. to. I don't Let's just, we're going to, let's bet on the Oscars, not this. Yeah, we definitely will bet on the Oscars. Um, Maggie, have you gotten a meow with our money yet? 
Well, I got one today. So technically, so that yeah. was one of ours. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. I am gonna okay. instead say what I want to win because I don't want to predict. What's personally, I'll be saying what I want to win is my choice. I'm gonna predict because I okay. I would like to see what I can, how many I can get, even though there's only. Four. I can never predict these, so I'm. Just I'm not gonna say gonna what try. I want to win too because uh, this is. This Cam's our resident scholar, so Maggie and I are just gonna have fun with it. Oh, also, I'd say three out of my four picks are who I actually want to win. So, well, I don't know. Okay, so first, let's start with record of the year. I can read the nominees real quick. Also, the, we didn't talk about the nominations because it came out so long ago. Or did we? No, I don't know if we did. Let um, me just and, say that I've never heard of like half of these people. Yeah, some of these some of these nominations are very strange. Like TikTok so the, songs. So the not yeah literally. So um, the nominees for record of the year are Black Parade by Beyonce, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by Da Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, and Savage, Megan The Stallion featuring Beyonce. So it's the Savage remix. Okay. So Beyonce is nominated twice. <laughs> well, also, rec- you were saying the difference between record and album of the year is record is just one song. Song of the Year is just one song, too. Album is the, of the Year is the entire album. I was saying record and song of the year. not. I oh. didn't talk about album of the year. Oh, I thought you were talking about album. No. Okay. Um, my prediction for record of the year is that Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa is going to win. I agree. That's what I was going to say. Um. Yeah, honestly, I'm between that and the Grammys love Billie Eilish, so everything i wanted but i would also give it to dually i've never even heard of that it was on tiktok for a minute i think people would freak out if billy won anything this year any of the major categories after winning everything last year because she won all i do i think this is a great i think this is one of my favorite songs by her though um can i ask a stupid question so Mm -hmm. billy and phineas are siblings right yes so is billy's last name actually o'connell Bill- yes. yes. Eilish is so not where did Eilish I- come from? Her middle name is Eilish. One of her okay. middle names. Interesting. Okay, I never knew that. I wait, she has confused. another weird... Wait, let me tell you her full name. Her full name is Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Pirate yeah. Baird? Pirate Baird More like O'Connell. Pirate Beard. Yeah, more... <laughs> Billie Eilish has a pirate beard. <laughs> I don't know where that pirate came from. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so... I think the only competition that is... I think um, Savage Remix could compete because I don't want to spoil my pick in another category. And then I also think, I think Billy is always going to compete. And I really think that's, the, for record of the year, I don't think anything else. Unless, you know, the Grammys are so unpredictable. But in my level-headed so... mind, Don't Start Now is a front runner. I could see Circles winning. I would die. Post Malone can win nothing, please. Mm-hmm. So, Maggie, did you say your prediction? Mine is Dua Lipa. Okay, okay. so we all say Dua. So for Kate, album of the year, yeah. <laughs> I'm really going to botch these names. Um, okay. Ch- Ch- Chilombo by Janae Aiko. Um, Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by Black Pumas. I've truly never heard of them. I'm so sorry to them. <laughs> Same. Same. Every Everyday Life Coldplay. I did not know that Coldplay released a new Me album. Either. I Ridiculous. all of their songs sound the same to me. Sorry, De Jesse Volume Three by Jacob Collier, who is modern day Ed Sheeran. 
And oh, Billy. <laughs> oh, he's taking more talent. Women in Music Part 3 by Haim. Uh, Future Nostalgia, Dua Lipa, mm-hmm. Hollywood's Bleeding, Post Malone, and Folklore, Taylor Swift, I can't off, Larry Chester. Now, this mm-hmm. is, I think, the tightest category. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think it's, don't, I think it's Future Nostalgia versus Folklore. Oh, I agree with you. Also, now, can I just again, say that Women in Music, but... Women in Music Part 3 is a very strong album oh like yeah. it is very good i think very if tight. they wanted i think if they wanted to go with a less popular pick like a less like radio popular mm-hmm. pick they would do that one i think I did it, not do a very good job promoting this album or whoever yeah, no, it like kind of flew under the it. radar yeah but i just had to put that out there that i think technically like in the technical view of things and like how they produce the album and how yeah, and thought out it is, I think yeah. that Haim's album is the best. Mm-hmm. I would but agree with that. I think lyrically, I'm gonna go with Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift mm-hmm. should win. Yeah, I'll I'll follow you guys on that one. Well, I think Cam's gonna say Dua. This is really hard. I've gone too. back and forth and back and forth. I. It's really hard, too, because the Grammys have shown in the past that they like Taylor and they like Dua because Mm -hmm. Taylor's won Album of the Year twice. Dua won Best New Artist. She only has Mm -hmm. had one other album. Like, they've both won big things. And Dua was nominated a ton. I think think Taylor Swift's going to win. I just, I think that with all of the hate that she has given the Grammys from reputation and love are not being nominated and they need Taylor Swift to like exist. Like award shows are the ratings are going down. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift brings in an audience and they want to be chummy with Taylor Swift. So I think folklore But that has should to not win. even be a compare that should not even No, be... I agree. I completely agree. Lover and that. Reputation did not need to be nominated. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think Lover didn't uh, maybe in retrospect Reputation. I don't know what it's nominated that year, but um, I but I would I'll, say didn't Dua Lipa win Best New Artist? Yes, she won. Best I think New it's very hard. I heard this on Last Colch. They kind of went into it on like how many people win Best New Artist and then have like a solid sophomore album after that mm-hmm. is very low. And mm. Dua really worked hard to have an amazing sophomore album that I mm-hmm. think is even better than her freshman album. Yes, of course. Or her debut yeah. album. Yeah. So I think that like based on that, maybe Dua should win. But I prefer Taylor's album and I think Taylor's lyrics are just better. I think that I don't it's so close like I think either of them could win and I'd be happy mm-hmm. I think that Dua's album is a great it I've I saw this on TikTok actually but someone was saying basically oh there's my email um someone was saying basically that not every album needs to tell a story like not every album needs to be this concept album where one mm-hmm. track from track one to track 15 it tells a story and I think Dua's is a great signifier of an album that can sound like it makes sense as an album but it doesn't tell this like webbed story throughout like Dua's album makes so much sense and you listen to it and like the flow is really nice but it doesn't like song to song it doesn't like tell this cohesive narrative mm. and I think that it's a great it's a great um, example of an album that is a great album, but doesn't have to, a storyline. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. Watch us go in so in depth about Taylor versus Dua, and then they freaking give it to Post Malone or something. Yeah. Or Black oh, God, I hope Yeah. 
Um, Maggie, oh. do you want to do number three? Oh, wait, Cam, Song you never three. officially chose. Yeah, I said Taylor Swift folklore. Oh, I think okay. Folklore will win. That's, yeah. Okay. Okay, so next. I actually don't think it'll win, though. Next, it, <laughs> next is Song of the Year. First, we have Black Parade. Do I have to read all this? No, just yeah. read the, well, no, it, the just end. The it shows one. the artist. Yeah. Oh, the end. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the parentheses. parentheses. Yeah. Oh, got it. First, we have Black Parade by Beyonce. The I have Box to say, I've by... never heard that song, and I'm a Beyonce fan. I've never heard that song. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it, but they didn't really um, publicize it a lot, I feel like. Never heard this next one. You've never heard yeah, the you box? Yeah, no, it's in a bop. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> I've never uh, heard it in full. It's crazy, that's for sure. Okay, next is The Box by Roddy Rich. Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Circles by Post Malone. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. I Can't Breathe by Her. And If the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs featuring Ugh, Julia Michaels. I'm so freaking sick of that song. Yeah, that's the most dramatic song of all time. I know. This is, this is a hard category because I feel like this is perfect if there were, like, give do a record of the year give taylor song because it kind of makes sense like the production of don't start now is what makes it and the I... songwriting of cardigan is what makes it but mm. i feel like there's this is where it could get wonky i think of like a weird not nom- someone weird winning mm. i think everything i wanted could win i just think that the grammys are going to want to make a statement that. and black parade and i can't breathe came out around the times of the black lives matter movements and i think that one of those could win I do think though that Cardigan will win. I I pick Cardigan. That's her best song ever. I it's Cardigan. It's Cardigan. Award shows famously do say... not award a person's best work, but it's hard for me to pick um one of these songs based on songwriting because I have not heard Beyonce's song really. Um, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> okay, the ones I can definitely say won't win are The Box, Circles, if and If the World Was Ending. Mm-hmm. I will cut those out. Um, but from what I've seen, I think I would give it to Billy. I love that song. I think that's maybe my favorite one of her songs. I think that... Is that the one that's like, stop? What the hell no. you no. um, <laughs> I hate that one. This one's, I had a dream of everything you wanted. Oh, right. Um, I think Beyonce's won so many times. Like, she's, I think, the second most award-winning Grammy person. I think that it would be kind of, people would be upset if they gave her one of these big big categories for something that's not her best work. And I think they have to be really careful awarding her post-Lemonade after they didn't give her Album of the Year because people will just rage. But I don't know. I'm reading too into this. They're going to pick fucking, like, Boast Malone and call it a day. You know it. But um so the last And actually, best... can I just point something out that people don't know? My sure. number one artist, my all time favorite artist that I grew up listening to, nobody's gonna understand this, is Alison Krauss. She's a famous bluegrass singer. Yeah, I know who she is. But she has the most angelic voice and I just grew up listening to all of her albums with my family, so it's very nostalgic. But she has she is the most o- awarded female of the Grammys. She is she's the most she's a top Grammy winner of all time. She is the female artist with the most Grammy wins. She has 27 wins. 
So everyone oh. assumes that it's like Beyonce, whoever, but it's actually Alison Krauss. She's I just like had to put some respect on her name. Yeah. Doesn't is it Beyonce number two then? I thought she was number two in some category. Um, I think you're right. While you're looking, I will read Best New Artist noms. So but the Best New Artist nominee... Oh my god, I can't speak. The Best New Artist nominees are Ingrid Andres, Phoebe Bridgers, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D. Smoke, Doja Cat, Katranada, and Megan the Stallion. I have to say, I haven't heard music by one, two, three, four of these people. <laughs> I haven't heard music from one, two, three... Four. Yep, same. I'm sure they're the same four. And same with me as well. <laughs> I feel like Noah Cyrus has been on the block for a minute. I'm kind of so, same with yeah. but same with like Doja yeah. and Phoebe Bridgers. This is yeah. her second album. Yeah, Phoebe's been around for a while. But Phoebe really picked up this year. Like mm-hmm. people know her now. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like she was kind of just like a very indie, like un- not underground yeah. but unknown, and had like her one hit. But now she's really considered like. Everyone knows. Not everyone, but yeah. like most people know her. Mm-hmm. Okay, is, hold on. Honestly, this is a tough category for this me. This is tough. Yeah. There are three people that I really like on this one. Phoebe, Doja, and Meg. But like Phoebe has obviously a very special place in my heart. And I kind of am rooting for her because she is a little bit less radio hits kind of person. Like uh-huh. I think it would really help boost her. I feel like. I don't know. No, I think, um, I mean, from what I've heard, the race is kind of thought to be Meg versus Phoebe with Doja as the underdog. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't Meg, think it would I, be Doja. No, you I think, think because Doja of her win? prop. No, she do, you do or don't think it would be Doja. I do not think it would be Doja. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't either. But, um, yeah, Meg, I feel like any other year, it, well, I don't know. Meg might get it. But any other year, I would be voting for Meg, but... So no, they're going to give it to all there. white people, basically. No, that's what I'm thinking. That My pick is Meg. I feel like they've got to. They're going to get backlash. And that's why I think also Song of the Year could. Song of the Year could go to like her or Beyonce. And then um, Phoebe could win Best New it's Artist. So stupid I just think that, that they're going to give it to Megan Thee Stallion. They're so political. Like, I think. It's very political. It rep- I, I just think, obviously, like, representation matters. I'm, nobody's disputing that. But just the fact that they're like well, we have to do this, so we have to do this. And, like, just how political and, like, I don't know, the way they put it all together just seems very insincere to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, like, undermines yeah. the value of the award. Although I think it is – I want it to go to Phoebe, so on I say by, Phoebe. But it's, it's also voted on by a group of people, so it's hard to say we're going to do this for this category and this for That's another. That's true, so yeah. That is I don't true. know. Uh-huh. I really – I'm having a hard time, like, really knowing what – yeah they'll be going but for me personally since i am choosing what i want to win i don't know it's pretty much a tie between meg and phoebe and phoebe's probably pulling ahead a little for that personally i love doja too i honestly love doja and i love her music videos like i could watch them all day long yeah are you saying personally or you actually think it's gonna win who or both for phoebe personally phoebe i think meg will win i agree 100 percent I think that Meg's which I would win. be perfectly happy with <laughs> Meg winning. Yeah, yeah, I would love either of them to win. I can I, don't I just really say want Dosho to win, but the only one I don't want to win is Noah Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, we're not talking about this one, but 
best pop solo performance than oh, I swear Terrible. to God. If Watermelon Sugar or Yummy wins over Cardigan, I will lose my mind. <sighs> I It's strange to me, that category, because it's about that one specifically, I believe, is about vocals. So if you, like not yeah, if you look weird. at these songs, none of these are really like vocal heavy no. songs. It's between like actual actual vocals. It's probably between Billy and Taylor. No, yeah, none like, of the other doesn't have... even really sing. Yeah, Harry's a little bit. I don't know. Not on that song, really. Say so is like barely a pop. It is a pop Let song, but she like raps in uh, it. Um, well, that still makes it. Oh, pop. Snarky Puppies nominated. Oh, I have to say one real. So I feel like there's this narrative, like you just said, like if Yummy or Watermelon Sugar wins over Cardigan, I feel like Watermelon Sugar actually has like a concept and is actually like a song that was thought out. I feel like Yummy was just thrown together in two seconds. Yummy. I feel about like Watermelon Sugar the... is actually a good song that it is just yummy has about... plain lyrics. I yes, it's about that. <laughs> I saw this thing that like Yummy is actually his cry for help and. The Hollywood machine and da 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 da. Oh, Look at the proof her. in his music video <laughs> and all this stuff and like Epstein's in it. And really? Is he really? In the music video, apparently there's someone like he's dressed in this color shirt and that person looks like what's that lady's name that was like his ass- Gis- his Gis- Gis- assistant Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Gis- um, Gis- Okay, but sorry, I looked up the most Grammy award-winning individuals of all time. So Alison Krauss is the number one female-winning individual at 27 Grammys, and Beyonce is the second most-winning female okay. at 24. How so do they're close. To... She needs, like, There's a room so dedicated to her Grammys. I'm sure she does. Who? I think... Allison. Yeah, I love Allison. She is so good. She sounds exactly the same live. She has such a good voice. Wait, anyway. are we doing another category? No, no. that's it. Oh, are we all going to be Why? watching the Grammys on <laughs> Sunday? No. I'll be watching them. You're not going to watch? Shan't. Oh, I'll watch for... I'm going to not like sit down and watch the whole thing, but I'll probably have it on and then in for the background. Taylor. And then once Taylor and Harry come on, I'll watch. Yeah. I ha- I will be live tweeting and it's going to be a lot. Wait, I is Phoebe know. performing? I don't I think, don't so. think so. Cam, are you live tweeting for yourself or for, uh, no, I for said MTV? Again. TBT. TBT. Oh, you're famous. It's going to be a lot because it's just so long. Like, the Golden Globes were long. It was three hours. But I think this is, like, over three hours. It's going to be tiring. Are you going to tweet results for stuff that they don't show on, um, you know, how they, we like, award stuff? We were instructed not to really. Yeah, we were instructed not to really tweet about, um, like, the people that win because that's more newsy. We're more, like, a brand that wants to, like, comment on what's happening, not. Mm-hmm. Like, we can be, like, congrats to this person or, like, or like tweet about their, I don't know. I'm getting into work stuff now, and that's boring. But um, yeah, well, I, I probably asked. I didn't tweet too much. The only time I tweeted about someone like winning and like said congrats to them was at the Golden Globes was when Chloe Zhao won because I always said that she's only the second woman to ever win yeah. for best director. Mm-hmm. But, I'm sorry, um, I'm looking through all of the. It's okay. Uh, I'm looking through yeah, all the nominees because so I didn't even what... know that half of these categories existed. There's so many categories. Yeah, there's yeah. so many, and a lot of them aren't even. They don't even show. Kanye's Jesus is King is nominated for Best Contemporary Christian Music Album. Oh, my God. So random. Jesus. Um, well, I will have another award show to talk about. It is award season, yeah, after all. But yeah. we're going to have a really... Ugh, I'm... So, 
like the viewer oh shoot cut that out as the listeners know um we've been like compiling this list for a while of the top culture moments of history um and most of it is very recent history let's just say that they're pop culture moments and (laughs) oh we should add like the sinking of the titanic on there but anyway (laughs) we should add the sinking of the titanic but right above that the movie titanic yes but anyway um so we had this list going and i just so badly want to do like a monster episode where we go through this whole list but then i know we're gonna do it and then i'm gonna think of a bunch of more things we should have put on the list but i just want to do that episode already because it'd be so fun i know but it was so good it's not like they are the only ones who thought of that that's true (laughs) the good the good thing is they didn't invent lists Between we did now and the Oscars no, who is about in- six weeks. So we have no six who weeks invented lists. Um, um, BuzzFeed. <laughs> BuzzFeed invented lists. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, um, we're, we're going to have a fun top. Not that this wasn't fun. I just mean, I feel like we're going to have like a good, something fun, fun list. We've had a like lot of culture. List. It's been all culture. Yeah, we've we're, right. we'll get back to the countdown, but we've needed to catch up. You yeah. Know? I, I would really to like really, to do. I want to do like a really random list of like best goop products. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to do best plot twists, best colors, and I would like oh. to do. I would also like to do most overrated TV shows and movies. Mm. And my number one, I don't. I'm gonna ruin it because if we do this episode, you're gonna know my number one personally is Mrs. Beyond. Maisel. Oh. <laughs> I freaking oh, hate the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, well. All right. Um, peace and love. Peace yeah, and love. Peace and love, Ringo. Peace and Thanks. love. Love, Ringo. If you said me anything else, it's going in the garbage. Ringo! Peace and love. Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> Have you guys seen that video? <laughs> what? That video that Maggie's t- quoting. Ringo no. Starr has this video, recent video. Of him saying, if you send me any mail and it's postmarked after April 31st, it's going in the garbage. With peace and love, it's going in the trash. Peace and love, <laughs> peace and love. He, I've never he seen said, that video. I'm throwing out fan mail, peace I've and love. I've never seen that video. He just always says peace and love. Oh, you That's have to look funny. at that video. It's so funny. That I should go on the Ringo. list, honestly. Oh, and just one thing to mention. There's a like a four or five hour um, Beatles documentary coming out. Um, that Peter Jackson is directing, uh, and I'm very excited about it. Are you it's a Beatles fan? Right. Mm-hmm. Maggie, know what song is I've been really into, even though I don't really particularly like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know? Yes. Okay. I. It is called "In My Life." There are places I remember. Yes. Yeah. See, you Hold really on. are a Beatles fan. I, I used to play it on the piano. Who's your favorite I, yeah. Beatle? Yoko. Um, definitely. Yoko Ono is my favorite Beatle. Paul, I think, and George. Well, that's half of them. You have to pick one. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see? Is the goodest and sweetest, but Mm -hmm. Paul's my favorite. Which is the one that beat his wife? John. John, and he was the one who was assassinated, but not because he beat his wife. No, because he wanted peace and love. Except John for had in a hard his life, but he was He wanted peace person. and love except for in his marital life. Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah, he's canceled, but he's also dead. 
Um, sorry, I need oh, to hey, say listen. one more thing. No, I need to say what? one more thing. Did you guys see that movie? We could. Who cares? It's fun. Let's just. True. You know, we don't need You're to right. rush things. Let's just talk. You know, that's You're like. Right. That's what's important Keeping in a podcast is to have this like discourse with each other instead of rushing to finish our lists. You're so, right. So I know, I know. We have to approach this podcast differently. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it now. <laughs> yes, everyone. Let's meet. No. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, did you guys see that movie yesterday? Yeah, no. I hated it. It was terrible. That's all I wanted to say. It was awful. And oh. also, <laughs> anyone who's not a Beatles fan. I'm telling you, you have to go through all the eras and you'll find Ugh, something that you love. That is too much work for me. Kate, well, Kate, I'll find, I'll tell you which one to listen to. You know, I know which, which songs I like? Love. I like the one I just told you and I like Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, oh my gosh, um, Maggie, I have to, to send Golden you. Golden Slumbers, Golden Slumbers. I have a cover of it on my Instagram. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'll listen. But Maggie, know what you have to listen to? I went and saw one of my favorite little bands a few years ago and they had this girl open for her. Her name's Esme Patterson. Okay. And she has this whole album where she sings songs in response from the point Ooh. of view of the woman that another famous song is about. So she wrote a song oh, from Jolene's so point cool. of view. Wait, what's her name? To Dolly, Esme Patterson, E-S-M-E. And she sang another song from the point of view of Eleanor Rigby. And so she like That's ties sick. in the lyrics but it's a, it's very it's very cute. I like I'm it. I'm obsessed with that, and I will be listening. You have to listen. Okay. Sorry, that's the end of my gonna rant. I'm going to compile a playlist of the best Beatles song. Okay, but not the best, just the ones that I like. The best ones <laughs> that you like. The best ones for me. Sorry, guys. Can I'll, you tell? I'll can you tell that the brown sugar oat milk cinnamon <gasps> latte is kicking that. in? We well, we can talk about it. Oh, the biggest culture in the world. This is the best culture of the year. Not Megan. Sorry, Megan. This oat milk latte is. And it's really good. Isn't there a way to order it that it's yes. cheaper? Yeah, it's guys, like $2 if, cheaper. If you have, guys, PSA to our cult members, if you have the Starbucks app, you can go in and create your own drink. Just do a shaken espresso and then add all the stuff that is already in the oat milk one. And it's way cheaper than if you just buy the specialty drink out front. Amazing. Yeah, it's $2, I think. They're going to catch on to that, though. I feel like they're going to change the price of one or the other. Well, sorry, guys, for the... I just had so much to say. And then that latte started kicking in. And I really had even more to say. I love to hear what you have to say. Aww. Both of you. You're so Aww. sweet. Also, know what else I was thinking about is what? we failed at our New Year's resolution that we publicly talked I know. about on the I, pod. I have not listened to a new album. Often. I think about Me it too. often, yes. I listened to Channel Orange by Frank Ocean, and that was it. I was done. I listened to, I listened to um, Classic like Hearts four? and Joanne. I did too. Jolene. Joanne Fabric has an album. I'm going to get back into it, you know? We can. Yeah. Okay, who it says need to be a New Year's resolution? It can happen at any time. Resolutions can start anytime. You're right. You're right, man. Well, it's this has been well, a great friends, episode. Well, friends, this um, has been everyone great. Talk about how great it's been. It's <laughs> been really, truly great, and we're Leave gonna us a review. 
we're really hoping that our listeners enjoyed it and we're gonna hashtag Wait, gonna it so we can get even more any. listeners oh god i, I have been hashtagging I do not been leave us a review hashtag no, yummy only if you're gonna leave us a review it has to be five stars yeah don't even okay. bother <gasps> we have a review we have a review and it's five out of five and it, there's no actual written someone just gave us dang five it out of five. I bet it was my mom or something. No, it wasn't. She I, I gave she it a five out of five, four. so we have two. We have two. Oh, gosh. I need to do that, but I don't have Four out of app. five stars, minus one for the swearing. Can you only rate it on the Apple app? <laughs> yeah, there's no ratings on Spotify. Oh. Well, friends, until next week. Until next week. Goodbye. And probably good tomorrow when I, we text each other. Night. Well, we'll probably text each other tonight. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to text you right now. (laughs) Goodbye. Love you guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.